0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you could switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting BetterHelp.com Yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp com slash yanks
1: today is october 18th and the yankees avoided elimination they're going to houston they're playing at least one more game let's talk about it let's talk all about it talking yanks with old john boy john boy jake recaps galore the weekly awards stat lines steaming hot takes your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. All right, what's up, everybody? Thank you for joining us and listening to the episode today. My name's John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey, and I got my best friend and co-host, Jake, and he's not coming to you from Denver, and he's not coming to you from New York City, and he's not coming to you from Montana, and he's not coming to you from Sydney, Australia, and he's not coming to you from Japan, and he's not coming to you from Maine, and he's not coming to you from Texas. He's coming to you from Nashville. How you doing, Jake?
0: Music City, M- Music City. Thanks for that intro. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm good, man. I'm good. We've got a, uh, we're riding hot. I, th- I think we need to be honest about that from the start, um, especially compared to where we were 24 hours ago. And uh, we, we've got a special thing going on for the people. It's like uh it's like that first time you combine two groups of friends and you're like, Oh boy. You're like, yeah, these are my
1: high school friends and I'm introducing them to my college friends. I hope they don't get along. I think Tom and Eddie are might fight. It seems like they're gonna hate each other, but like, come on, let's just let's be cool.
0: Yeah, everyone just, you know, be cordial. Like, yeah, there's some people that like us that we like the Yankees. There's some people that don't even know we like the Yankees still. Yeah, so and if you, d- if you a don't throw know- them in a room, ev- everyone grab a drink and be friendly. Yeah,
1: and if you don't know what Jake's talking about, we are doubling up. We're doing uh, one episode for Yankee, Talking Yanks, and one episode for Talking Baseball. We did it yesterday, but what we did is we gave the Talking Baseball people the most, like, biased, emotionally driven Talking Yanks episode probably recorded since they got eliminated last season this this will be a little more level-headed talking baseball episode that uh, everyone can enjoy I hope uh honestly though Jake yesterday I'm so embarrassed looking back at it you know what I mean like uh, employee Bill was hanging out and he was like you guys are pretty pretty sad and I'm like man I mean that's like kind of I think why people enjoy listening to us is because I didn't want to record last night because I was fucking no, I was as low as I'll get. But um, we commit to putting the microphone in front of us and trying to uh, rip our hearts out and put them uh, into actual words. And people can commiserate at that. And like, it's embarrassing now. But I think I said I have no hope. I have hope now. So it's just kind of how it goes. Um, But Yeah. Yesterday's episode was pretty sad, Jake.
0: Yeah, and that's that's why we we made a mutual decision to a not wake up early to record the same shit again when we were just <laughs> gonna be really sad about it, and b we thought it'd be funny to put it on talking baseball because it was honest Yankee sadness, which if you know that that still people can enjoy that. A lot of people enjoy the Yankee tears a little bit, but uh, yeah, man, and it's it's funny with sports. And it's why sports are awesome. I mean, we try to script it. Whether it's, you know, that any game you see played, you can you can bring up a regular season pitching matchup. And you and I could say like, "Oh, you know, it could be any team and you're like, "Oh, well, this pitcher should be good. He's been hot lately. Uh that lineup's been struggling. You know, I you, I think you're going to see some good baseball today and then if they get into the bullpen, they should do great." It's just not how sports works. <laughs> it's just not and uh the Yankees come and they they beat Verlander at home the the crowd does their job the Yankees recover from uh I mean another laughable start Don't give it away. And uh yeah it's it's it just it feels good man and I know you and I are running hot and what's going to be the trickiest for Yankees fans is tomorrow when we talk about tomorrow's game in the later part of this episode you know it it's almost like we're I feel like Yankee fans are going to start assuming tomorrow and be like, oh, well, yeah, you know, Cole's going to be ready in game seven. It's like, no, 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 no. No. Yeah. Go to Houston. You have to execute everything perfectly to hopefully get a shot at that. And uh
1: let's go. Yeah, you want to burn this game, and then we'll get into it. And then I think there's some at-hole stuff we need to discuss in the series now that we're five games deep, three wins to two wins. Like, there's a lot. This is the point that when you get to a game six in a seven-game set is when you're like, wow, we've really played the same team an unusual amount of times. That's what I was thinking today. Yeah. Like, seeing Verlander twice in the same week and them seeing Paxton twice and, like, you know, Alvarez is doing nothing and Gary Sanchez is doing – like, you you know, like, we're, like, so ingrained – and we're so deep that you're like, all right, yeah. let's see who everyone's doing. So I think we can kind of pull the picture back a little bit more. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I am uh, just more on my mindset. I, I I had conceded, Jake, and I'm not ashamed to admit yeah. it. I'm embarrassed for myself, but I'm not really ashamed because, you know, I, I told Katie, like, hey, if the Yankees lose tonight, uh, Saturday is completely an off day for me. Like, I'm not going to do anything and we can have like a full on date day, go to the movies, go get massages, do all this. Uh, my cousin is hosting a pumpkin carving contest and I got myself kind of up for that. And I was like, that'd be nice. I can attend all that stuff, you know, and not tied to my computer watching baseball. Okay. I guess the season's over. And then, um, Hicks hits that home run and I'm like, fuck all that. <laughs> That's more baseball. So, but I was, I was, I was pretty bad. I was in bad shape.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy your pumpkin carving. I, uh, I got work to
1: do. I do like the pumpkin carving competition.
0: Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, it's, I I don't know, some different things about our personalities where you and I are so similar on a lot of things, but like if, if there's a 2% window, I love I love leaving that window cracked just because I'm kind of a horse's ass that has some bad gambling habits. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know I, I thought I thought I'd wake up today with hope. Um, last night it was really tough to find it and then I found enough of it and uh, here we are and let's uh let's more baseball, baby.
1: Let's burn it right after a word from this sponsor. Tired of crowded grocery stores. Thrive Market is here for you. Offering everything from healthy snacks to organic wine. Thrive Market brings you food as it should be. Real ingredients, environmentally friendly, and delicious. Thrive wants to make healthy living easy for you, so they're offering a free trial and 25% off your first order by going to bit.ly forward slash save on Thrive. That's bit.ly forward slash save on Thrive. You've been listening, Jake? We get like this cheese and wine sponsor. And a cast response. I'm like, yo, give me some beds. I need some beds. All right. You ready to burn? You got to do vocal stuff because your video is just into fro- it. frozen. Uh-oh.
0: Yeah. You you were coming in clear, and now you're very choppy. Okay.
1: We just had, like, a Lake you follow a delay there, so I am hope we don't run into that. Scary. Oh no, we got a delay. Okay. On your mark, get set. Burn. Oh no.
0: (laughs) Game five, ALDS. Yankees are in passionate kiss mode as their backs are against the wall. James Paxton versus Justin Timberlake-Verlander as the Yanks try to bring their sexy back for Game 6 in Houston. Top one, the Yankees' house of horrors continues. Tapper under Pax's glove, pass balls. Yanks are lucky to get out of the first, only giving up one. The Astros would not be so lucky. DJ 26 with another one. Lead off homer to spark the Yanks and the crowd. Speaking of spark the crowd... They're calling Aaron Hicks Acon because I see him winding and grinding up on that pole. <laughs> Three-run yakker off the right field pole. Yanks have an intentional walk-inning as they throw up a four-spot. Then guess what? Like me playing pickup versus LeBron, it's scoreless the rest of the way. Who knew Maple Leafs had nuts in it? Ballsy performance by the big maple. Kaneley, Britton, and Chapman hold it. Yanks win 4-1. Bring the series back to Houston.
1: Very nice, Jake. Very nice, very nice. I, I liked the uh winding and grinding up on the pole. I liked bring the maple had nuts in it. And it looks like if I'm judging your reactions on your face, we got rid of the Lake You Follow delay.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. I, nope. <laughs> you were you were clear as day the whole way. I I don't know what happened there, um. But yeah, you're a low key huge Acon fan.
1: Oh yeah 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 yeah. I mean I was, felt bad for him. You know, like how is he supposed to know that she was underage when it's an eighteen and older club? They say. You know that's not his fault. Right. Sorry for the times right, I let I you get down. That. Yeah, and all that shit. So, you know, Mister Lonely, I'm all about it. Yo, Mr.
0: Lonely is one of the more hilarious songs of all
1: time. Mr. Lonely, I'm so lonely. I have nobody to, to call my mask. Mask. Put it on a record now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they sound like they're in a better mood tonight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Open up the game and the Yankees shit the bed right away. I mean, a, a little tipper tapper up the middle goes under Paxton's glove. And then Glaber tries to barehand it and he can't do anything with it. And it's like, okay, we're going to unravel from the jump. This was the one thing we couldn't do. uh, And we've done it. Then we double up. Gary has a pass ball goes to, or wild pitch. I don't know which one, I don't know what the scoring was goes to second. And then we double up again. Uh, Paxton loses his zone and walks a guy and then we quadruple up and he scores Springer scores on a wild pitch pass ball and I mean as a Yankee fan like you're like this is hell we just came off the worst game we've ever played in game five or game four and this is how we open up this one Paxton who can crumble he can unravel and by God DJ opening up with that home run right away uh Is I know like the Hicks home run is really what solidified it, but that DJ opening up right away, just before they even get an out, before there's a hit, before there's a base runner, it's tied back to zero zero, and it's huge.
0: Yeah, I mean, we we laughed. I right after we recorded the pregame show. I I was telling you, I was going to tweet out this list of things that can't happen. Item one was no errors, which is hilarious. And after the massacre yesterday, they come out and they have two errors in the first inning. Uh, ball goes right under Paxton's glove and all you could do is laugh. Like, I I don't know. Tell me if I'm wrong. But like, I wasn't sitting there angry. I was just like, oh, I oh, was already
1: dead. It, you can't kill the dead. Yeah, or whatever.
0: Yeah, that'll. They our fa our best selling shirt. You can't kill the dead, and we. Uh, I I don't know. You just had to laugh, and then okay, you get out of the inning again, and you. The I think the thing that was different mood wise is that we've seen James Paxton's first inning struggles all season. Literally the worst first inning pitcher in baseball. Um. So I I think there was a little solace in that that would not have normally been there if this was Severino Tanaka or other. And then, yeah, the LeMahieu thing is huge because it's the punch right back. It's over. First batter of the game, and it's Verlander, and it we're on it. You know, he Not only his – I mean, his home run to tie the game so you could make Paxton's first inning a wash is huge, but also just LeMahieu comes up, and he hits that. Judge ropes a ball. Glaber ropes a ball, and it's like, okay. Like, we – Those were like the three. I'd have to double check Statcast, but those felt like the three hardest hit Yankees balls we've seen, basically all series.
1: Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to check Statcast as well. Judge was pretty hard. I was. I will say this though: like the Yankees have had a lot of guys, a lot of pitchers on the ropes, and they can't score in the first. And Paxton got out of it because the Astros couldn't score in the first either. And and whoever scored more runs in the first inning was going to be it. And that's kind of been the model for Paxton and Verlander where, you know, Verlander is going to deal like he's going to find himself. And if you want, we've been saying this on talking baseball for a while. If you, if you want to get to him, you have to get to him in the first, otherwise he's going to fuck you up. And um, I mean, Hicks hitting the foul pole. It's a, I mean, it's a, it's a series saver at the moment because the offense didn't do anything it, the rest of the way. The Astros 1-2-3, Verlander 1-2-3, and Peacock 1-2-3 six times out of eight. Yankees got up eight times, Jake, and six times they went down 1-2-3. Like, besides the first inning, they were utterly dominated. And, and the foul pole... Uh,
0: This is going to sound corny, but I think it's also why people enjoy us because the the romantic side to baseball like the foul pole just feels like the gods are on your side. Oh, like so much shit can go wrong in this game when you see that ball hit the pole and when they show showed the zoomed out reaction of the whole stadium because the whole stadium can see that Um it's just kind of a special thing, and you, as a Yankee fan, you hope you look back and be like, Yeah, that that damn pole turned around our whole series. But like dude, think about <laughs> and maybe this is dumb, but Yankees lose this game if that ball goes a foot to the right, <laughs> like if that ball goes to the foot a, a foot to the right of the pole and P- Hicks pimped it, Yankee fans and the Yankees team are just looking around at each other like it's just not our fucking week, yeah. huh but instead it hits the pole, and you and I have been harping so much on the first inning of these games that we've sounded kind of lame. Like, I've been coming off of it just because it's felt like we've been saying the same thing every time. All the runs in the first inning. That was it.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, But, like, that's the – we got a lot of pitchers here that once they settle in, I mean, even Granky, once they settle in and they find their rhythm, good luck. You're not going to touch them you yeah. wait to the bullpen. And it's uh, and I mean obviously most of those pitchers are are Astros pitchers. Paxton and the three Astros pitchers cuz even Tanaka's not like that. But
0: yeah, I mean uh, uh, all all of these pitchers are I think what you're saying, all these pitchers are at the quality level that if they get on a roll they're going to start rolling. Like you're, you are your hitting is now the problem. Like you have to find a way to break them. Yeah.
1: What I mean, Paxton was good in this game. Did you like my theory that he was only allowing a base runner every inning just to keep the crowd into it? Yeah, because when I did see when that the, when you strand a runner, the third out means more. The crowd gets more hype going into the next inning. It's, it's a good strategy, um, and I think maybe that's why Astros weren't able to put any across because they were just one, two, threeing the Yankees. Verlander needed to let some Yankees reach base. To give them more momentum when he got the third out, it's uh, it's a new it's a new strategy I'm developing called uh, um, don't do this.
0: Don't ever do this again. Uh yeah, no, it's a theory. <laughs> Thanks for bringing it to to all of us. I do I do have something that's a faux theory, pho theory. Okay. that I want yeah, to bring. to Yeah,
1: faux theory. Yeah, we got it.
0: That uh, that's an abbreviation for phony. <laughs> I I mentioned this during the pregame show, and now I'm glad I did. But the game I wanted to play with you was, I I thought James Paxton could decide a lot of how he's viewed by Yankee fans by this performance tonight. Because if he threw up a dud, you know Yankee fans were going to point to two bad starts against Houston. They were going to par- point to the middle part of the season where he was bad. Or if James Paxton had a great performance tonight, you know, you could point to him ending the season on like a 10-game winning streak, and he can kind of be this endearing figure to him. It also ties into his personality a little bit. And I think, and and this is the corny part of it, but I do think there's a part of that that ties in that like, I don't know, if James Paxton had his A++ stuff tonight and he was pegging 98, 99 casually here and there and just dominating the Strohs, like yes, that would have been awesome and we would have been like, yo, Paxton shoved. But he didn't have his A++ stuff tonight. He had to fight and he like he he worked and he earned this game and I think he I, I don't know if he earns bonus points for that, but he he gets a little credit in a different area. Paxton? Yeah.
1: He gets credit for being gutty, dude. It's like something we haven't seen in a while. And and the Right? And that leads into something I just got DM about that's funny. The when Boone went to ask him if you're okay, and and he and you said, I'm good, let's go, let's fucking go. So I just got a DM from our good friend Lindsay Adler, who writes for The Athletic. And uh they asked him, so was it I'm good, let's go, let's fucking go? And Paxton's response was, Yep. Did John Boy see that? That's pretty cool. Nice. He said all his friends were that's texting really about cool. it. That's funny. I mean, it, it was pretty clear that that's what he said, and it's cool. I mean, you want those moments? Yeah. That uh- <laughs> that home run might have almost ruined it. You know what I was gonna do, Jake? I had it set up to like have the gif of him lips, like reading his lips, said, "Let's go, let's fucking go," and then I was gonna play like. The out right afterwards, like if it was a strikeout, you know, because I would be even more badass. But then it was like a right. deep fly, scary ass fucking rope. And I was like, you know, I'll, I'll just do I'll just do that. That was cool. Never a doubt. Yeah. I mean, if you're the Astros, you came in to Yankee Stadium and you won two games. And now you have two games at home. And Cole is saved. So, like, do you think there's any Astros fans shaking right now? Because, I mean, putting taking off my Yankee cap, as much as I possibly can to the talking baseball listeners, right. if you're a Yankees, if you're an Astros fan, if I was an Astros fan, I'd be sitting pretty cocky still. You got to come to our place, beat us twice, and beat Cole once. I'd be sitting there pretty cocky. Like, as, as a Yankee fan, I can try and talk myself into it, rile up hope. As an Astros fan, I don't think they should be fearsome.
0: As an, If I were an Astros fan, if I were a boy, if I were an Astros fan, the first time you would get genuinely nervous would be before a first pitch of the Game 7. Because they have literally an ace in a hole. They have the ace in the hole in Garrett Cole. So, A, they're saying, all right, we're going to go back home. We'll take care of this in game six and move on. If they don't, they're still going to say, well, this is why. we Like, they'll be saying, like, well, we could have pitched Cole game six, but we saved him for game seven because we knew we'd have him. So, and th- you're welcome, Houston, for that impression. Um, I, I just think... And then right before Game Seven, you'd go like, "Holy shit!" The pressure would be on us because we have we had a three one lead. We have Garrett Cole on the mound. If we fuck this up, we're the assholes. Um, but yeah, if you're Houston, you're still confident. I think what is the funny thing, Jimmy, that I'll I'll say confidently because it's kind of bad for Houston. It's it's gotten overlooked because the Yankees haven't played good baseball in about two games. Houston hasn't been great. <laughs> I think they have three games where they're hitless with runners in scoring position. There's a couple guys in their lineup that are really struggling, but the Yankees were like one upping them. <laughs> and now I think some of the Houston flaws of this series are being brought to light a little bit more.
1: The Houston flaws like Alvarez is they hitting. It's just no one can hit really. Do you know that Houston is worse than the Yankees than with runners in scoring position in this series?
0: Yeah, and I think I think that's what I'm saying. Like, it was funny before t- today's game, some of the Houston beat writers were, like, posting the numbers and be like, you know, oh, the, yeah, you think the Yankees are having bad luck? Like, look at Houston. And it's like, well, A, a lot of the pitchers are shoving, and B, yeah. You, like, it was <laughs> before today's game, it was a great thing for Houston that they were still winning with these stats. After tonight's game, it's kind of like, oh, Houston's got some problems, too.
1: Yeah, what? How many? How many players do you think in this series, and we're five games deep, have a batting average on both teams? Um, uh damn! This is through the first four games, so it's a little harder. Yeah. Damn. Through the first, who's four- hitting?
0: Let's play that game. No, I was let's, gonna play. Let's change John play, Boy This I was who's gonna, hitting?
1: I was gonna play who's not hitting because the Astros actually have more. Okay. They have more players. After four games with a batting average that starts with a zero, than the Yankees, which I wouldn't have guessed. Yeah. They have <laughs> Yuli, Guriel, and Alvarez. Both those yeah. guys have a 0.63 and 0.67 after four. Did Yuli get some hits today? No. Guriel and Alvarez both went 0 for four. So those guys, they th- those guys are. The biggest black holes for the Astros, and then on the Yankees, you have a lot. You have Gardner, Gary. Uh, Edwin's out now, but Stan didn't look good. Who is hitting? Yeah, and I mean, it's
0: it's kind of it's it's what the Yankees just did when when Jordan Alvarez and Yuli Gurriel, the the Y guys, um, when they were involved a little earlier in the series. I mean, those were their five and six hitters. And Correa was 7-hole, which, and Correa, you know, was a big threat. He obviously had the game-winning home run. You know, that stretches out their lineup so much more. Now that those guys are struggling, and even Correa's not having a great series. The ones he's hit have counted big time. Um, But, yeah, I mean, Houston is having a very similar situation to what the Yankees were having with only their top guys really bringing it to the plate. And the rest just being a
1: dead hole. Chirinos is now 0 for 13 in four games. After five games, Jake, how many many people have more than two hits?
0: Whoa, this sounds like an awesome stat. I'm really excited for this. So you have to have three hits or more.
1: 3 hits or more after 5 games. The Yankees have the Yankees have 4 players that have more than 2 hits and and the Astros have four as well. It's 4 and 4. Or no. Did, did Bregman get a hit today? Okay, it's five and four. Astros have five. Yankees have four. Altuve, Brantley, Correa, Springer, Bregman all have more than two hits. Springer and Bregman only have three each. DJ, Glaber, Judge, and Didi, Didi have three. It's really just the top of the lineups for both teams, man. Altuve, Brantley, yeah. DJ, Glaber, Judge. Those are like the guys that are hitting. It's very top of the order heavy.
0: It it shows up in the stats and it shows up in the feel for the game. I mean, when when was the last time that we were at a team's you know eighth or ninth hitter and we were like, oh crap, like it just hasn't happened.
1: No, and they let Mariznick because
0: um, all those guys, all those guys feel bad.
1: Mariznick got a hit today, and I was like, come on, because now you got now Paxton puts two on for Springer. That was I was pretty yeah. like you can't do this, Paxton. Come on, man! And then he gets out of it. He struck out Springer, so that was cool. But, but he had Mariznick 0 for two. Um, they throw Mariznick in there versus a lefty, right? What's what are the what's are they going to make any changes to their lineup? They have Tucker, who they can play. They started him a game, and they started him in the ALDS game. Reddick. Had a couple hits and a bomb home run. Do they make any changes? Do they take out Alvarez? Do they take out Guriel for a start? Because tomorrow is going to be all bullpen days. So you're going to want to mix and match a lot of people. And maybe, like, you know, if you can sprinkle Tucker, the lefty, in to change up the matchups a little instead of Alvarez or instead of um, Guriel, or I don't, or you no, know, Alvarez is a lefty so put Mariznick in instead and then Tucker I don't know do they make any changes do you think
0: uh, I'll say this I think with the lineup they don't really make any changes I think right field for them right now um Reddick and uh the kid Kyle Tucker is kind of a coin flip Kyle T- Tucker's obviously much more talented but Reddick's the veteran and you saw like a mistake got made to Reddick and he put in the seats and he made a really nice catch today. That Reddick basket catch, that was underrated. Well, That's a nice play. Yeah, it,
1: it also it was it is a very, very nice play, but it looked funky because when, when broadcasts switch from one camera to the other, you lose some frames. So they were on the right. wide camera, and he didn't catch it yet. He was running it down, and then they switched to the closed camera, and it was in his glove. And in that one frame that it jumped, we didn't see it go into his glove. So it was like, what the fuck just happened? It was weird
0: um so I I I think for Houston it's less of I don't think for game six you make any drastic changes I mean Jordan Alvarez is going to win the rookie of the year having only played like 90 games or something I think what what has been allowed is that you're more open to pinch hit opportunities like like maybe they'd uh, I don't know. Maybe they wouldn't be scared to use Mariznick. Um, uh, you know, he's a defensive specialist for them. Does that mean they start him and they're not afraid to go, not afraid to go away from him? Or if Tyler Lyons came in for uh, a Josh Reddick at bat, would they pinch hit him? I don't know. Um, I think if you're Houston, you definitely have to be more open to that. Because I mean, let's let's be honest. Coming into tonight, there was a chance Houston steamrolled this series four to one. And, you know, things were kind of rainbows and butterflies. It's compromise and no, no. Love Maroon 5. It. But I think, uh, again, after today, a lot of the things that have been like, oh, yeah, the Astros, you know, they're, they're a great team and stuff has been going their way. The second line has been like, yeah, the Astros are a good team, but they've got their problems too. And it's, uh, it'll be interesting to see how, how aggressively Hinch does attack those
1: yeah i mean it, it's gonna be interesting to see how hinch attacks his bullpen day tomorrow I mean your KD is gonna st- get a chunk of action i'm guessing Jake yeah and I don't know i
0: think we rope i think we rope doped brad peacock
1: you think so we let a, they let him get get him out one two three today. I mean, Judge I was they Judge the, was sitting off speed again and took a fastball on the middle strike three. They they let
0: Brad Peacock look good because I think now AJ Hinch will use him tomorrow, and they think Brad Peacock's meat. So that was that was the old rope dope. That
1: was that was smart of them. Yeah. So uh, Jose Urquidy, and I have no idea if I'm saying that right. He pitched one postseason outing. Uh, in Tampa Bay, when Verlander sucked, he hit Darno in the first. Then they got the double play ball. Then he gave up a single, then a walk. So the first four batters he faced, he allowed on. Uh, then he got a strikeout, got out of that. And then the next inning, single strikeout, single strikeout. So, I mean, that's, that's a lot of base runners and not a lot of time. And I, I think uh, five Jim, you And bit, I are f- five are being he kids. he got he let five base runners on while recording five outs. And it's a small sample, but it's in his first time in the postseason. But right. I'm trying to say is your kid kitty's not really a threat. Um and he's their bolt guy, I think.
0: The I, I think the bigger thing and I I think one thing that you and I will mutually agree on, Jim, is that if we were AJ how about on the count of three. If you were A.J. Hinch, who do you start in Game 6? One, two, three. Joe Smith. Joe Smith. Yeah. Okay. that's cool. It's a no-brainer for yeah. us. He looked really good. The Yankees are going to have those three righties uh, at the top of the order. Um, and Joe Smith's a veteran. I think he's like 15 years in the league. So that seems like a no-brainer. We'll see what Hinch actually does. Uh, for Erkidi... Jim, I I think, again, I'm getting into Jim mode, which is my favorite mode. I think we've been saying this all series, so I don't think this is too Yankee-centric to say. The Yankees are rooting for bullpen throughout this series. When the Astros bullpen comes in, that's a win. When the Yankees bullpen comes in, they feel like that's a win. Uh, And it's a bullpen day.
1: Yeah, but the Astros bullpen has been great and not bad. So I don't know if that's they have. They have. Yeah.
0: They have, but I mean if you're the Yankees, like this is this is what you wanted. Think about before the rain out, how excited Yankee fans were for this for the bullpen game.
1: I know. No, I, I totally agree with you, but we 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 were yeah. expecting to get to the bullpen and after game one we haven't. They've been fine. I mean, the bullpen right. looked better than Verlander, and then the bullpen looked better than Cole almost. Like
0: Yeah, I think the bullpen stats are actually skewed a little bit because Glaber got the one run off of Joe Smith. And then um, in the first game, the Yankees put up some bonus runs against the bullpen. Uh, So those numbers look skewed. But in in the innings that have mattered for Houston's bullpen, they've been great.
1: Yeah. Who do we – all right. Well,
0: we're going to – We'll kick it to – any final thoughts on today's game?
1: Final thoughts – is uh this was a judge there was a quote that Bregman said after game two where Bregman said something like we weren't gonna we weren't gonna let this we weren't gonna go to New York down oh two that was Bregman's quote right right
0: yeah uh, we this like our team was never gonna go yes. down 0-2. and
1: there was like an extra in this game and I, I had no problem with the quote at all like I totally get it but a lot of Yankee fans had an issue with it and there were I thought it was a Hardo quote. I thought well, it was a Hardo
0: quote, and I think the same with judges. Yeah, well,
1: the, well judge just did, judge just said the same thing. So my message to Yankee fans <laughs> yeah. is if you if you were upset with what Bregman said, the judge just said yeah. the same exact thing. His quote after the game was, "I knew we were going to back to Houston after I woke up this morning." It's fine. Like that's what like they're athletes. Like yeah, if they ha- if they lost, he would he would have pocketed that feeling.
0: yeah yeah that that thought would not have
1: come out if the Yankees lost (laughs) I just think it's I just think it's funny how much there was an uproar and Bregman said it in Yankees Twitter and and like I wonder if there's not now because it's uh it's the same exact quote and it's fine it's just like Yeah. yeah I was confident it's easy to say yeah I was confident after the fact but anyway uh let's take a quick break and then we will come back and uh preview uh this game six a little more Okay, cool. Break over, Jake. Who is the Yankees' bolt guy? Chad Green's gonna get this start. I would, uh, if he doesn't, I'd be shocked. What can Astros fans, uh, third-party fans, expect? Because it's kind of a toss-up. Do you go Hap? Do you go Sessa? Do you go Johnny Ells? Who's getting? Who's coming in after Chad? In your perfect world. If you map out nine innings, and we can try to do this for the Astros, but we won't be able to do it as well. Can I try to do it first? Yes. I think you get two plus out of Chad.
0: I'll I'll add on to this before I do whatever my spiel ends up looking like. I think Chad is the bulk guy. I think he's going to get to face the most batters up until the Yankees get to the meat of their bullpen.
1: I agree with that. I agree with that. Well, okay, let's work backwards here. Chapman for the ninth, Britton for the eighth, Canely... F- well, th- you have to imagine those
0: guys for... You have to combine those guys for three innings in a bullpen okay. game, Okay, I think. so
1: eight, nine, eight, seven. I mean, Britton just threw a good amount of pitches.
0: Yeah, not too bad, but he didn't pitch the day before. Okay. Canely, Canely, Canely's the dude who's pitched back-to-back days, so he's... So one let's inning.
1: eliminate three innings for Chapman and Britton.
0: Yes. Then, one, one for, for Canley.
1: Okay, so we have five innings to go. So you give two plus to Chad. Let's call it two to be safe. Two to be safe. Now we have three innings.
0: I think it's the kitchen sink, man.
1: It's three innings and yeah, you might get some You you might I mean, you might get some fucked up shit. You might get Ben you, Heller for a righty, Tyler Lyons for the lefty. Bring in Sessa for batter by batter. Bring in Hat for the next lefty. Um, yeah, it might be nuts. Adavino, please toss him in the dumpster. I'm just joking, item Adavino, yeah. I don't want you in the dumpster. No, I mean he
0: probably he probably gets a shot. I, I, you I, know, if, if it's Chir- if it's Chirinos and there's two outs. I, that might be a bad amount of gets in the second inning. Uh, how the times have changed. But yeah, I think the Yankees try to ugly this game up. I think it's the classic uh, when you watch a lesser football team and you're like, yeah, they got to run the ball, control it, make it ugly. I think the Yankees inning three through five might be ugly. Yeah. You might see Lewisaga, Heller, Hap, Lions. Um, who am I missing? Adevino. You could see five pitchers in those innings.
1: Uh, I, will get a chance, but he better be batter by batter, like he better be quick, quick, quick hook.
0: And and you know what might be good for him is is finding that window. If if it's you know if if there's a a Gurriel, um if if there's back to back righties towards the bottom of Houston's order. Like maybe be like Adam, prepare for these guys because you're gonna face them in the fourth inning. Like just be ready for yeah. that, because um, you you have to do anything you can to make him more comfortable than he's been. Um, but yeah, I I think um, you know a lot of people are assuming Hap, Jimmy. We've come this far; it's game six. Let's let's say Chad is gonna go through the the Astros lineup yeah. once. 30 pitches, whether it's 1.2 innings or it's it's three innings if he gets somehow clean. When the Astros come up for their second time through the lineup, you're not going to open up j Happ with uh, Springer, Brantley, Altuve, and Bregman. That's not how the Yankee ship is going down. <laughs> um, and maybe that's what you tell Vino. Maybe you tell Vino like, hey, Chad's opening this game. George Springer's first at bat, you better come out and fucking get him because that's yours. And then we're gonna go Lions to Brantley, and then we're gonna go um another righty, Heller to Jesus. Heller to Bregman and Altuve. Yeah, screw that. <laughs> um I don't know, man. I don't know. Why
1: is gonna get loose. Yeah, going getting are above Heller. I think Sessa I think Cesar, yeah, You so- used go batter by batter. It- yeah. Lions get a lefty and get him out of there.
0: I I think the end of the story is the Yankees are going to be kitchen sink every literally all hands on deck until about the
1: fifth. End. And then on uh, Astro's side, like I I have no idea. I mean we we want we say Joe uh, we would start Joe Smith, but we don't know if they're actually going to do that. They they might start Urquidy, and like dude, they might roll Urquidy. Like if he can give him four, then they'll they'll roll him. I think.
0: I think it's a it's it's definition of like and, and Astros fans again correct us if I'm wrong because we understand that like our point of view isn't perfect on this but I mean Urquidy again like they're only gonna let him get in so much trouble you know like uh, yeah but if he's know, if he's he, he's a talented if he's kid. dealing
1: I think they they they'll let him roll whereas if Chad's dealing he's not going more than one time through the order.
0: Right. I mean, liter- literally like, for stretched out reasons. Um, I-, I don't know. I I don't think Urquidy would – if Urquidy makes it clean twice through the lineup, I still think they pull the plug. Twice, yes. Like, I don't think Urquidy's per
1: yeah. I think the most he'll do is twice through the lineup. If he's even starting, like, we don't know. Um, I guess I should right. check Twitter, but I doubt they would announce it in a bullpen game. They actually shouldn't. Uh, and then, like, Osuna's going to take care of the back half, Right. Joe Smith and Will Harris have been have been getting a lot of innings um Josh James but the Yankees scored on him Yeah,
0: James has really been James has been good for them and he's semi he's not starting pitcher stretched out but he's he's got He's stretched out decently for a reliever. He's another guy that could open or they could save him for innings five and six. I don't know. But he's been good this series, and he's one of the more talented arms they have. And then
1: Ryan Presley, like Yankees fans are kind of hoping that he comes out.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that would be the fun one on Talking Astros that I, I don't know if our bias is in there. But the I think Talking Astros, they're saying, please don't start Presley. And I think they're saying don't use Presley in six, seven, eight, nine.
1: Yeah. I mean, he, uh, he's got two outings this postseason, 0.2 innings, two earned runs in game two versus the Yankees. He came out, gave up a hit. They pulled him right away. Didn't even get an out in game four versus the Yankees. He got two outs, but he walked a batter. Uh, He got credited for the win. Um, yeah, I think I don't I don't know. I don't know where I don't know if they have blind faith in him, like the Yankees seem to have an Otavino, or or if they're like, nah, he hasn't looked great.
0: I've got a I've got an interesting question for you. And I, I don't know if you saw any of the A. J. Hinch quotes. But um when A. J. Hinch was asked about Garrett Cole, he said he's pretty much said, like, yeah, Cole Cole should be off the table for tomorrow. <laughs> Do you think if Houston has a lead, maybe after the sixth inning there's any chance they tell Garrett Cole to fire it up cuz he's their best dude?
1: No, because if you do that, you should have just started him. Cuz if you're gonna burn him for game 7, start him.
0: Yeah. I just I I agree with you, but I the way that he said the quotes has me just a little hesitant. And I mean they 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 watched that Boston Red Sox team who literally was like, "Hey, whoever's up next, like, get ready and get loose. And the Red Sox pushed their team to the limit last year, and it worked. I could see a situation where if they're up 3-1 in the sixth, that they go to Garrett Cole.
1: That would be nuts. It would be a dagger. But also, if you – man, if you if you do that, Cole needs to be the rest of your game. Right. Like, you can't use Cole. He gets the eighth inning. Then you go to Osuna in the ninth. And then I was no. you can't do that. If you bring in Cole, you need to ride him to the game ends. I don't I don't I don't think that I, I do mean, it. they just start
0: I, I'm just picturing I'm just picturing the Red Sox run last year. They had a couple moments where it was like, Holy crap, if Houston can somehow push one across, Boston just played their whole hand. It never happened, but Houston might have watched that last year. And if they've if they've got a chance and they have the lead in the later innings, uh, they might just go for the throat with Cole because Osuna's look good. Will Harris's look good, but they're not Garrett Cole. Yeah.
1: I'm very interested to see how a bullpen play bullpen day plays out. We might get like a one nothing game. These offenses are doing absolutely nothing. Bullpen days are harder. All the runs have come off starters, it feels like, besides Ottavino gave up some runs, and then their bullpen gave up some runs in game one but it doesn't i think majority of the runs have come off starters right chad gave up a three run home run all the impact runs have come off starters is that correct to say like games have been won off starting pitching besides game 2 yeah i guess I, no
0: i think um well the the gary home run i think that was relief and it wasn't impact in the game necessarily and then the chad green three run homer um and the outavino homer so no yeah no um, i guess not Start, starting pitching is still your best chance to score early um i, I don't know and hey maybe it'll be a baseball susan moment that we wake up to a 9-8 game and the the lineups do their job on bullpen day um i don't know man yeah
1: all right i think we then we talked through it all nationals are just sitting around hanging out other teams are still doing their manager search. Like there's a lot of other baseball news. I guess once the World Series is over, we're done with these daily shows, we're yeah. gonna have so much to catch up on. But yeah. for now, this is in the grind. Um if you're a Yankees fan, tune into the pregame show tomorrow before the game. And then uh I don't know if we lose if the Yankees lose tomorrow, I I, I don't think I'm going to hit that bottom that I hit last night. I think, uh, it's yeah, kind of like it, I accepted death it, it and would, now we're dancing with the devil a little bit and either we're still dead or I'm like, it, well, if it gets to game seven, I can't even say it. Yeah. Then you'll see yeah. some, you'll I'll be unable to control we'd myself be, as well. Again,
0: we'd be fucked up mentally if it goes to game seven. Um, uh, it, Jim, the, the scariest thing speaking from a Yankees fan perspective is if tomorrow is a tight loss or a crushing loss or however it happens, that would mean the Yankees would have two games. They'd point to in this series and say like, those could have been ours. Um, that's, that's the, that's my biggest fear as a Yankee fan right now is that we point, we end up pointing at game two and being like, fuck, we had them. (laughs) Um, so, I don't know you're right <laughs> we We died after after game four um but I don't know man i'm uh I'm locked in it's i'll how about this? I'd be saying this if it was the other way around after game one, I said or after game two, I said, I think this bad boy's going seven. It's two great teams. Let's get to seven yeah all right
1: that ends this episode thank you guys very much for listening and hanging out with us we will be back tomorrow either incredibly happy and nervous or incredibly i guess sad and uh thank you for going on this ride with us we appreciate it we love you we'll see you tomorrow
0: go yankees